Home Slice Media presents a Kevin Phillips podcast. 40 years of stories and songs. Now, here's Kevin Phillips. Our guest today is National Football League official Brandon Cruz. Brandon lived in Rapid City for a long time. I, I know you used to work at Regional Health, which is now Monument. What do you do now for a living? <laughs> I, uh, I'm a Uber driver for my kids. So oh, it's not, a, it's not a very lucrative career, but I, I, <laughs> I take them around to all their activities. <laughs> well, fun, 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 fun. So now, I, do you remember your first game here in South Dakota? Absolutely. It was a freshman football game at Sioux Park between Spearfish and Rapid City Central. And then when was your first varsity game? It was the next year in Edgemont, South Dakota. Okay, so I remember that. I remember you guys jumped in the van, and away you went to Edgemont, and I said, we're never going to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I may have thought the same thing. <laughs> so, how, so how do you go from uh, officiating in Edgemont, South Dakota, go moguls, by the way, and then yeah. uh, end up in the National Football League? Well, first of all, I had no idea about the National Football League, then, other than just you know watching the games on Sunday afternoons, but it takes... It takes 20 years, if not more. Um, 20 years is probably kind of fast. But um, it was just a wild ride. I mean, you know, really, Kevin, honestly, one of the most fun portions of that 20 years was those high school trips um, down to Edgemont, up to Harding County, out to Wall, Kadoka. <laughs> you know, hopping in the van with, with those with my crewmates on that crew, Pat Jones, Tom Wheaton, Kent Stenson, Michael Burke, those guys, there were, there were many others as well, but um, that, that, was, that was just fun. And that's what hooked me into officiating. And, and usually when I get hooked into something, I kind of look to uh, improve and, and progress. And, and that led me to, you know, looking to work some college football, got to work some college football at a very, very high level, which is very fortunate. And then for some reason, you know, I got the I got the call to the NFL. So a uh, twenty year process full of full of a lot of travel and a lot of trying to just get better every single game. Now, when you say high level, we're talking you actually did a national game. I mean, the national championship. Yeah, that had to be sweet. Absolutely. It was sweet. Alabama, Ohio State. It was uh, January of twenty twenty one. So we're coming off that crazy COVID year. Alabama put a team on the field that night. I'm not sure I've still seen a better team than that. Just unbelievable level of talent. The coaching was outstanding. Ohio State wasn't bad either, by the way. But uh, that, that that team was so impressive. And, and to be involved in a game like that with everything on the line was, was really special. Now, when we played golf last, and it's been a while, uh, yeah. you were using for your ball marker one of the coins you flipped at one of the college games. you still use it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's the coin I flipped for the Rose Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not a very remarkable golfer, so at least I can pull that coin out if, uh, and have something to talk about. Because well, I can't um, talk about my game other than yeah, how bad it is. Absolutely. So, so how soon during the week do you guys fly in for these games? Well, if the game's on Sunday, I'm usually taking the first flight out Saturday morning. Just depends on where we're going. A lot of a lot of NFL cities are east, um, unfortunately, I guess. So yeah. usually fly out uh, Saturday morning, get there get there mid afternoon. We usually have a meeting uh, Saturday evening, two to three hours, 
catch some dinner, go to bed, try to try to go to bed with the time zone change, and then get up and go go try to knock it out of the park on Sunday afternoon. So now, when do you actually become eligible to work playoff games and or a Super Bowl? Yeah, so I'll go in. I'll go backwards. Super Bowl is you got to be in for five years, and then playoff games. You're just you're ineligible your first season. So I was fortunate this year in my second season. I got to work. I got to work uh, two playoff games, one on the field, and then one as an alternate official on the sideline. When uh, when there's guys, these big burly giant human <laughs> beings fighting, I've seen you a couple times jump in. Doesn't it get a little scary? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it's. Uh, we just we really like to manage the football game and communicate. Um, jumping in maybe isn't the wisest decision if you think about it. I mean, those guys are three, four, five times bigger than me. I'm just a puny shrimp out there compared to those guys. Um, they're so good at what they do. Obviously, tempers can flare. Um, uh-huh. What's funny is that usually they're they're kind of messing around. They do get a little upset, but uh, we really like to try to manage that. Get them get them broke apart so that we can just you know line up and play the next play. Uh-huh. It's a shame that whatever we have to throw flags for that. So we try not to. So just get in there, manage it, you know, use our voice. Can't use my strength because I'm nothing compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> now here's here's a question, too, that and I, you know, the, the National Football League has given us a list of things we can and can't talk about, which is great. But my question is, uh, I've seen you on the field talking to Aaron Rodgers, talking to Tom Brady. What do you talk about with those guys? I, it just depends. It depends. Sometimes it's situationally based, like what's going on in the game. Um, what you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers is is famous for kind of catching the defense off guard and going really fast. So I was kind of kidding around with him once. I said, "Hey, can you let me know when you're going to do that so I can be ready for it?" <laughs> and he kind of just laughed and said, "That would defeat the purpose." <laughs> you know. So, anyway, um, just just stuff like that. Um, I may ask. We, it may be very uh, a serious thing, like you know, hey, could you just help me out with the left guard? You know, he's. I'm trying to talk to him, trying to manage him through without fouls. He's just not really, we're not really connecting. I wonder if maybe you can help me out. Stuff like that. Wow. We do we do these little tricks to try to help manage the game. That's fun. Okay, and now have you ever met Roger Goodell? I shook his hand once. Did yeah, you? I shook his hand once, yep. Was it soft <laughs> as silk? <laughs> <laughs> Roger's a, he's a little taller than me. He's in excellent shape, and uh, his his success in his position is, is obvious with how with how the game has grown so much under his uh, commissioner duties. Well, back here, you're, you're well, not so much back here, but, I mean, with, with Facebook, uh, your family is very good at keeping us in Rapid City up to date on, <laughs> on where you are at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife, Melanie, uh, does a really great job. The morning of the, of the game, she'll, uh, she'll send that post out. So uh, that's pretty cool. God, it's I used really to t- cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I used to text her about five times a week. Where is he this week? And she, well, I can't yeah. say till I can't say till Saturday or whatever. And then then yeah. I then I find out it's actually on zebras dot com on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, those guys. I don't know how they get their information, yeah. but they're pretty good. They're they're pretty good. That's pretty. Where where's the most fun you've had this last year? What stadium? Well, it was my first time up in uh, U.S. Bank in, in Minnesota, which is just an unbelievable stadium. The crowd was really into it, so so that was a blast. Just because it was my first time there, um, you know, I don't know. It's every every stadium has its own kind of unique things about it. My whole family came down to Jacksonville 
So that was a lot of fun having them all on the stands. Um, and then there's just these stadiums are unbelievable. Like SoFi out in out in Los Angeles is just an unbelievable stadium as well. So it's kind of it's just really cool to be in these these massive stadiums. The fans are going nuts, and the the play is at an unbelievably high level with great athletes on the field. Well, and I don't think people even realize uh, with the noise like at at the Viking Stadium, it's tough on the players. It must be tough for you guys to hear each other. It can be. You know, communication can be challenging. We have a kind of a closed circuit system that that we have a microphone uh push to talk microphone and then an earpiece that we can hear each other but yeah i mean you know without that sometimes things get lost in, in the crowd noise so we got to be uh we got to be good communicators and, and handle that crowd noise just like just like the opposing team does so when do you actually start training for next season well we our off season is in terms of information from the league, they don't really start with us until the middle of May. Yeah, um, it's important for us to you know try to stay in physical shape. Uh, it, in that, around that May time frame is when the rule changes come out, the new points of emphasis, what the competition committee is focused on based on you know last couple of years, those kinds of things. So you know that's really when we start getting going with uh, preparing for the new rules and those kinds of things. But the physical conditioning piece, I try to stay try to stay all year round. And then at about um, late July, early August, we'll get out in the preseason and go to training camps and, and get out there with the teams in the, in the hot, humid weather uh, down south for sure. When you were in college or when you were working the college games, you had the white hat, you wore the microphone. Is that your goal in the NFL to get back to doing that? If the opportunity presents itself, sure. <laughs> I, I really enjoy the role I'm you know, playing now as, as an umpire. As you mentioned, I get to kind of mix it up there in the middle with all those guys. But, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing like in officiating the game of football. There's nothing like being under that white hat. And, and really, um, it's, not about, it's not a control thing, but, you know, you're in control of the football game. And, and, and there's a lot of pressure. Like, the success of the game is dependent on how well – the referee manages it, the referee and, and the rest of the crew. So that pressure is, is such a privilege, and, and it's, it's, it's just awesome. So certainly if that opportunity represents itself, I'd be, I'd be interested. Well, and your crew, I mean, Carl Sheffers is one of the best. The best, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's fun to watch. Yeah, this is the question I always like to ask people. Who's the biggest football name in your cell phone? Biggest football name in my cell phone is probably Mike Pereira. Oh, nice. You know, and Mike, yeah, and I've worked with uh, Mike in some of the spring semi-pro leagues, and certainly he's doing a great job in the media. He had a little health scare with a – I'm not really sure all the details, but I think he'll be back. Uh, but Mike is a great guy and, and done so much for the game, especially from an officiating standpoint, but just overall. Mike's just a great contributor to the game. So Mike Pereira is probably the biggest name in my cell phone. Okay, final question. Did you officiate a game this year? When Taylor Swift was there, <laughs> I did, I did, yeah. Uh, I didn't see her, but one of our officials saw her enter the stadium. Oh boy! Oh. I'd have thrown no, a, I'd have a, thrown a flag. Yeah, a, oh come on, yeah, she's, yeah, I know. What a great story, and um, talk about a big name right there. She's not in my cell phone. Oh, um, not mine either. So, <laughs> yeah. all right, Brandon. Well, thank you, my friend. Take care, Brandon. Good to hear from you. Thank you so much. All right, good to talk to you, Kevin. You bet. Bye. Kevin Phillips, 40 years of stories and songs, available where you find your favorite podcasts. A production of Home Slice Media.